Welcome everybody to Hidden Guardians Podcast, your only podcast hosted by actual Hidden Guardians. Today on our 94th episode, Vince and I are going to be talking about some of the new doodads and stuff that came along with Bungie's Lightfall expansion. We will not be discussing the campaign this week because we kind of want to give everybody at least a solid week to get through the campaign, experience it for themselves. I know there's other spoilers and all sorts of conversation going on about it right now, but for our sake and our listeners' sake, we kind of want to let it simmer a little bit longer, and then we'll bring up what we think, you know, about it. Uh, This might be a clear heads thing, and also... It's just being polite, you know. We want people to experience it themselves. Instead, we're going to be talking about stuff like the new Guardian rank system and the commendations that are available. Uh, there's all sorts of changes to the loadouts and the mod screens. Armor charge is the new hotness now that replaces a lot of the other older systems, such as charge with light, elemental wells, things like that. Uh, Build crafting thoughts, and we'll be talking about what we think of Strand. Well, Venge will, because I didn't play it. I'm Outrider, and I'm joined by Venge, who has a voice again. How are you doing, friend? I do. I feel so much better this week. It's crazy. Fantastic. And I'm the one that feels crazy. like shit now, too. You get better, <laughs> I get injured. How is that fucking fair? <laughs> uh, Suck on that. Yeah, I know. The story of my life. <laughs> oh, you're how old, Outrider? Oh, Oh, you're going to fart and paralyze yourself. <laughs> Congratulations, you old bastard. Oh, God. getting old. Yeah, I am. Well, what's not old is a whole bunch of new stuff that came into the Lifefall expansion. Yeah. Um, and these systems here, specifically, with the exception of Strand, these systems are available for anybody because these are big systemic changes for how the game runs and functions. Um, the first thing that we could talk about right now is Guardian Ranks. This is supposed to be the method for players to look at other Guardians, look at the number that they have outside of their power, because power sometimes doesn't dictate your skill and your how capable you are, and go, oh, this player knows their stuff. See, maybe they want to join up with me and help me out. And uh, also the accommodation system, which are the ways to give you know, approvals. Avenge, what did you think when you saw Guardian Ranks and Commendations for the first time and using them over this past week? Did By the way, did you, are, what rank are you anyways for Guardian Ranks? Um, I am still rank six. I'm a little over halfway to rank seven. Okay. I think six is veteran, if I remember correctly. Yeah, six is what on it like probably the majority of people that played Lightfall launched in as. You know the joke is people are going to be stuck at six forever, so you're going to be forever six, just like forever twenty nine back in D one. That's kind of nice that they're bringing that back, huh? That, that's awful, actually. <laughs> they're bringing that back. Oh, don't laugh. That hurt. Um, <laughs> I paid for that. Uh, so all right. So what do you do? How, how do you improve your guardian ranks? So, I guess just some stuff I'll go over for rank, getting to rank 7. Um, there's, one, two, three, four. there's eight little things, like tabs to go through. So, like, there's stuff with the Lightfall Campaign, um, Season of Defiance, the Artifact, Nightfall, Lost Sectors, Commendations. Like, there's things that you have to do 
and you have to finish all of them before you can get to seven. And let's just say like lost sectors, like that one, you need to complete a legend lost sector solo and then complete a legend lost sector solo without dying. Um, so which solo is, and solo flawless then. Yep. And I haven't actually looked at the lost sector one because I've not been a high enough power to do it. Um, doing the solo flawless actually gives you four additional um, loadout slots. So you can go from four to eight. Oh, so definitely, yes, you want to. Or, that. No, that, that would be six to ten. So that's how you get all ten loadouts for each character. Is the uh, the the Legend Lost Sector solo. Um, there's a lot of stuff to do. Some of it is a little more challenging, like the solo flawless for a Legend Lost Sector. Um, yeah, it's a, it's not a bad system. I don't know if it's necessarily like super indicative of a lot of things, except for maybe like the Lost Sector and one of them is to get your power to your base power to the power cap of 1800. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's a good system to keep, like, to want to keep players going and playing and doing certain things. Um, I see a lot of people maybe not necessarily caring about it and maybe not finishing that at the same time. Um, this is definitely the rank that has the most things to do, and that makes mm -hmm. sense because, you know, it's the DLC, the season, like, it's all everything at one time. Um, yeah. As one of the um, steps to rank to Guardian Rank 7, uh, I know they also launched commendations this season. Yeah. Uh, is there anything that involves using commendations to increase your Guardian Rank? Yeah, you know, That sounds like a very bungee thing to do, actually. There's, there's two, and one of them is a little... It's kind of ridiculous. So... The two for commendations. Uh, there's there's two that you have to do, um, and one of them is to give commendations in nightfalls, and you okay. have to give five. All right, that's not bad. The other one is increase your commendation score to seven fifty. Okay. And so contextually, what does that mean? Does that mean you have to give out seven hundred and fifty commendations? Oh shit. I forgot I clicked in it and my game crashed. So you get a I, I don't exactly know how the actual scoring itself works. Okay. Because I like I just pulled mine up. I gave thirty three and I think I've given or I was I received thirty one. Mm -hmm. And my score is one twenty five. Okay. So it's a little bit weird. Um, okay. And another thing with uh, the commendations is you only get so many per activity. So, like, I think raids are the only thing where you could give accommodation to five people, like the entire team. So is this why I saw people farming Last Wish? Probably. Yeah, that that, that explains why everybody is 
farming last wish right now because you can easily die at an encounter and then bring it bring your fire team back in and just keep redoing it over and over yeah. again and because you're wiping a lot of that was petra's, with petra's run, run. Yeah. yeah you're wiping on petra's run so that way you're just doling out five commendations per cycle okay one thing i did see is it is apparently like there's kind of like if you think some exotics diminishing returns so at some point i've i've heard i don't know because i didn't do that um is the commendation score doesn't go up as much if you just keep giving the same people commendations like over and over and over and something like a Petra's run kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to look at them and I can't. So you can't you can't open the commendation screen right now because it crashes your game. Um, what? No. Well, it's that's, new. Uh, it's new expansion. It's well. a known issue. Um. That's silly. <laughs> and so, like, the commendations themselves also, like, I guess, yeah, they can be unique. Like, one thing I did, which I I hated myself for, was I played Rift, okay? That was one of the seasonal, one of the, the challenges for the first week in the season. But Rift and we, w- we went down one nothing, and... I ended up taking the spark three times and dunking it, and we ended up winning. Uh-huh. And I got, like, four playmaker commendations. So, like, that was actually kind of cool because that felt like it was kind of specific to, like, okay, I actually had a good game, and people were like, hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Another cool. thing about PvP. Oh, boy. Um. So, <laughs> one thing... I was not able to give commendations because there's some other issues in the game, like with people being invisible. And that does affect, like, the end screen, like, for commendations. I'm sorry, what now? People are invisible. It's like they're not loading in. Yeah, I don't. So in in my time at PvP, I never experienced that, but I don't know if people are invisible, like, to you. Or if it's just you'll you can end up becoming invisible, which in turn makes your weapon invisible. So you don't one hundred percent know where you're aiming unless you've got you know a lot of time in the game. Unrelated. Unrelated, I say. But in PvP, apparently you can also give commendations to the opposing team. Oh. So like. I don't know who gave me commendations, but like if if I was to use my game specifically, it's like the other team could have also been like, okay, this guy played pretty good. And they could have also given me the playmaker commendation. Um, but for each activity, like you have certain commendations. Um, the one that I've done the most has been um the seasonal activity. And at the end of that, you can give Two commendations, which makes sense because there's, you know, you and two other people. It's a three-man activity. And the the two that you can give out, like, the only options it gives you are, like, joy, like you were fun to play with, or thoughtful. And how is... I don't understand how you can consider somebody to be thoughtful in a seasonal match-made activity. <laughs> they know the um, objective. 
that <laughs> I thoughtful sounds weird to me. I know. Uh, it, that, I agree with you. Like it, it kind of makes sense for like the objective play, but it's it's a little weird. It sounds like knowledgeable might have been better than thoughtful, but I think knowledgeable <laughs> is in our, is one of the raid ones specifically for raids. So they don't want to pull that to a seasonal activity. Yeah. Um, but, um, but at least, at least the accommodation system doesn't allow you to write your own. So it's like, you know, bearded bitch. You get like eight of those accommodations <laughs> in a match that's or all, something that's, like that. That's all I'd get, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I do think that the accommodation system is like, it's very much a, uh, like it's they they've tweaked it enough, but it's still very early in the stages. Okay. Um. And like I get the idea behind it, but I don't really think it's doing what they wanted it to do. Mm -hmm. Because, especially with the fact that they put a commendation score to rank up your guardian rank, like people are just going to give out commendations, like it doesn't matter, so that they can rank up to rank seven. Yeah, I that might be the reason. Um, the, the reason for that might be that to get people just used to the idea of giving commendations. You know, if, they, if there's an achievement behind it to rank up your score, you're yeah. gonna have to go do it. But then after you do it so much, it becomes like second nature that you're then doing it all the time. That could be the reason why that number is so high. You get me? Sure. You you basically um, all Pavlov's dogs at this point. And another thing is, like, when you finish an activity, I guess anything but PvP. The PvP one goes pretty quick. And like I said, I haven't been able to do it because the, the screen doesn't load for me at the end. But, like, the seasonal activity, I'll just talk about that again. Like, when you go to leave, like, when you go to pull your ghost out, it, like, it, it forces you into that commendation screen. Um, which again, you know, like get people into the idea of doing it. That screen is up for 30 seconds and then you have another 30 seconds to leave. So like it, some of it feels like it's a little drawn out, like time wise. And maybe that will change as the system like gets tweaked as changes happen and people are more aware of like, okay, yeah, we got commendations to give out stuff like that. Um, that, that's that's kind of interesting, um, but yeah. Well, you you kind of answered part of it. The accommodations feel like it's a new thing that's going to improve over time. Yeah. I kind of got that impression with guardian ranks, a little bit, specifically because so many people can start off at rank six. Yeah, it it seems strange that you're allowed to rank immediately at rank six. I think. To show your skill, it should have started everybody off at a ground level, and some people are going to level faster than others, so you get an idea. Oh, but yeah. I understand what they're getting in rank six is veteran. There's a lot of veteran players. Uh, but when you're on the tower, and I've seen screenshots of, oh, everybody's rank six. Mm -hmm. how, the hell, how the hell do you know who actually is competent or not? Uh, yeah. And so, like, I kind of was wondering the same thing. Um, 
the early ranks are I'll just go through like one, two, and uh three. Like they get a little progressively harder. Um, you're rank one, you know, when you start the game. If you're brand new, you start the game. To get to rank two, you have to complete the new light quest at Guardian Rises. That's it. Okay, so you have to do the uh Shahan stuff. Yeah. Okay. To get to three, it is going around Neptune, EDZ, and Nessus. Um You have to land on the location, talk to the vendor, do patrols, and lost sectors. And the patrols is one, lost sectors is two. Oh, they are okay, so they are different. So EDZ, Nessus is the lost sector patrol, EDZ is three public events, and then Neptune is doing the first mission of Lightfall and talking to um the vendor so like the idea of it being determinant of skill or anything like that doesn't feel like it kind of matches up because it's I, I, I don't know it just doesn't feel like it's really doing much to show that it's like so even to like get to get to rank six you have to, there's one for gear progression, and you just have to equip mods on all of your armor. Like, that's one of the things that is considered to make you a veteran. So it just, it it feels weird. And I'm sure that system is going to change. Um, it does, it just feels a little wonky. Um... And then one other thing on Guardian Ranks is, so it sounds like every season, like if you were to hit rank six, okay, say you're okay. brand new and you hit rank six, half of the objectives are like expansion-based for Lightfall, Nightfalls, uh, Stunning Champions, and then doing the Lost Sector. And the other four are seasonal things. So what it sounds like, um, if I saw some stuff on Twitter correctly from um, one of the devs, is as you complete expansion-based stuff, which is like gray slash white on the the tabs, okay, those those don't reset. But there are seasonal ones that are blue, and the seasonal ones will reset. So it's not like you're going to have to go back through and do the entire Lightfall campaign again to get to rank seven. So when Season of the Deep drops, I'm sure there's going to be some stuff to do for the season, the artifact, probably more commendations, and then a power thing. Mm. So ranking up will go a lot faster, I would assume, aside from the, the base power cap um, increase. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's... I, I like what they're trying to do. Um, I I think that it still needs some work. Yeah, it'll be worked on over time. I, I know, live service game, they had to put stuff out there. I just wonder if 
Um, and I would I was gonna say this when we got done with like build crafting, but mm-hmm. I was just wondering if you know even if it was just for PC only, having a public test server to try these things out before they go live might actually make these systems seem more refined and fleshed out instead of they're in the live game and now you have to wait as it's being uh, iterated and fixed over multiple seasons. You get me? Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I, especially since PC has been brought in, I feel like a test server almost needs to be a thing. I, and I, I would actually think just doing it on PC would be fine. I don't see the console player base really caring too much except for the ones that are terminally online mm-hmm. on like, you know social media like reddit and twitter that would be screaming about i want to be in on it too but you know it's look it's pcb easier to do and i think that the public test server would be really really good to try some of these chain these systems out before they go live and maybe not like the Lite 3.0 stuff because you kind of don't want the players to see what you're going to get. You know what I mean? Because yeah. then you'd have the test server people like spoiling everything, obviously. But for a a change like, like Guardian Ranks, a brand new system coming in, that'd be great. Or maybe even, I don't know, in-game fire teams, which got pushed back multiple seasons this year. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the LFG feature, that would be something to see if you can get going. But all right. So we we Guardian Ranks combinations, it's a good start. It's got to be worked on. Um, yep. how about we got the new loadout screens and the mod screens? Um yep. you know, these are new things they've added. So now you can actually create your own loadouts and save them in games. And now you can look at how all your mods interact on one screen. So you can see synergies now where beforehand you had to use third-party apps and you definitely weren't able to do that in old D2 last season. Yeah. So Venge, um, what do you like about these things? Uh, what, what don't you like? You know, how, how, how in-depth have you gone so far? Okay, so after I finished the campaign on my first character, I'm like, okay, I'll mess around with this. And I just, I saved my solar titan build because I don't see that changing unless, like, something beyond my helmet changes because I still like using Lorely. I think it's, I I just like the survivability of it. Um, But anyway, so, like, you can go in and make these things. And you can have it set so that your mods are set, your armor set, the weapons. The weapons can be set. I don't know if weapons is necessary for the loadout. Um, And then you click on one of these plus signs and you can hit save new. And it'll automatic, like rapid fire, it saves the whole thing. And then when you hover over it, you have a few options where you can change the icon, change the color, or change the name. Um, for, uh, just to throw this out there, no, you cannot create your own names. What? Like, that's, I can't, it's I can't a, have the Step On Me Daddy mod or, or load or anything like no. that. No. <laughs> no, I was thinking of one, like, it would have been funny to have one just called, like, Shit Kicker or something like that. You know, like something. I don't. I don't know, but like you, you can't. 
So they go between the like the the burn types, raid dungeons, trials, nightfalls, alpha beta. Like it's it's not crazy. It's easy to you know get to the one that you want it to be. Like if you're making a solar build, like sure it makes sense to have one solar. And if you have multiple, you can change the color and make it so that when you hover over it, you see what your armor and weapons is. And you're like, okay, I want to use this one. And you can equip it. And I'm, the only thing is I'm pretty sure all of the stuff has to be on your character. So, okay. like, for one of my builds, I have the Wither Horde, okay? And I can rapid-fire change to that, but because it's not on my character, it says that item cannot be found. So it's not pulling stuff from other characters or from the vault. Um, which is, like, a slight bummer, because then it still kind of adds to the whole, like, okay, well, I need to use the app or not change characters <laughs> or even go back to, like, using DIM, you know, for those kind of minor things. Um, but when you hover over it, you can see what weapons you have and what your armor setup is. All right. And you can, you can like, you can see what all the mods look like, but unless you know what you're doing, like you don't know what the mods are and you can preview that. And on the right side of the screen, it'll tell you, your full loadout as far as like what you have your subclass spec out to with aspects and fragments you can see your armor and it just it's that's more of like a direct readout of what everything is so you have an idea but if you want to look at it further you can go to the mod screen so the loadout is, to get to the loadouts, it's left on the D-pad. To get to the mod screen, it's right on the D-pad. And when you bring up the mod screen, you see your entire build. And you can go individually by armor piece. Like, it almost looks like the, uh, the customization screen for, like, your armor and stuff, okay? Like, just to give an idea of what the screen actually looks like. Sure, sure. And you can so you can click on each armor piece, and if you want to change mods, you can do it right there, and you can just do it all on one screen, which is probably the biggest the biggest deal with this. It's something I like quite a bit, and you can have the full overview, so you can see like what artifact stuff you have um, unlocked that works with your build and then it has the entire um champion barrier overload um unstoppable and it tells you like what artifact mods you have unlocked and other ways that you can stun champions because oh that's good like i feel like that's actually a really big deal because yeah, it is. The amount the amount of stuff, like there is a lot of stuff for champions, so that's good. And you can see like your full stat layout. Um 
yeah, I, the armor looks really good, and then you could just R1 or RB, or I guess I don't know what it is on PC, and you can see your weapons. And on your weapons, you can, like, change your mod, or you can change the, or the yeah, the weapon mod, or you can change the kill tracker, you can adjust your perks if you want to, like, if they have multiple perks on them, you know? I feel like the weapon one isn't as important, but I like that it's all on one screen. And you can actively, like, on the fly, change your mods, see how it's changing things. Okay. okay. I I like it. <laughs> oh, that, that, that's helpful. That actually sounds like a fantastic addition to the game. Truly, yeah, that, that, that this, sounds this, great. It's a, it's a pretty drastic change, I feel like, and it's one that I mean, people have wanted for a long time, too. So, like, it's right there, and it's easy enough to get to. And it's not, like, challenging to go through what you're trying to do. It's pretty pretty simple for everybody, which is also probably good. Good. Very good. Very good. Um, well, we're talking about mods. Yep. I, I know that mods themselves have changed some mods have been removed and depreciated and devalued yes. and sent to its room without dinner others are kind of like uh reworked a little bit mm -hmm. i've seen so... some complaints about that but i'm i'm wondering is it less that they change stuff around or is it going to work better now with these armor charge changes that are uh which would be our next topic anyway so just kind of work from one to the other yeah so the mod system itself has been a, a very very simplified so we got rid of all the armor like the elemental affinities which that on its own is a marvelous change because making sure you ha had like a, a a solar chest piece and a stasis head right, that, that was a pain in the ass it was a pain in the ass that's gone which is good so i guess i'll just go over a few of the mods like a, a lot of the common ones so like you have special ammo finder let's say you can have that one slot and the other slot you can have something that's called special ammo scout okay so that what that means is when so when one of your ammo finder perks creates a brick of special ammo for you, it also creates bricks of special ammo for your allies. Nice. And you can do that for heavy ammo too, which is pretty cool. Um it you kind of definitely need to spec into that because it does limit your, you know, your mod slots obviously and that would take up two. Um you have stuff like that. You have the siphon mods, which is what you will what you'd use to like make orbs of power if you're going to be using for weapons. Mm -hmm. And you go you go through all of those elements. And the newer stuff, of uh, newer. So the stuff that was changed is the uh, the armor charge mods. So there's a few of those. There's green ones, 
which each armor piece has one, maybe two of the the green ones, which will make it so that you start collecting armor charge. Mm-hmm. And uh, from what I've seen, you can have up to six K armor charge. Okay. And you have like I'll just go with the helmet one. And I'll start with one that's probably a sore spot for a lot of people. Powerful friends. Yes. No more 20 mobility. Nope. <laughs> so, like, on the helmet specifically, let's just say that. Like, you've got powerful friends, which collecting an aura power causes nearby allies to increase their current armor charge by one. Or radiant light. Casting your super causes nearby allies to also increase their armor charge by one. So, the helmet ones is a benefit for you and your allies there. And let's just go to, like, the chess piece. So you have the green ones on each one. Um, Like, I currently have charged up on my chess piece, which increases the maximum number of stacks of armor charge that you can carry by one. I I don't know what the base is because I've specced into it pretty high, but like I said, you can go up to six. And then you have depreciative um, charge mods, or you have, like, instant-use charge mods. So the ones that decay your charge are blue. And let's just say on the chess piece, it's Font of Endurance. So it it tells you how you get armor charge. And this one specifically is you gain a bonus to resilience while you have any armor charge. Your armor charge now decays over time. So... If you have four, four stacks of the armor charge, the base the base decay time is 10 seconds. So okay. every charge will go away in 10 seconds. And that entire time, you'll have some increased resilience. Each, each armor piece has mods like that. Um, there's one that I want to choose specifically. Where is it? On the boots. You have um, Weapon Surge mods. Okay. So, that means that if it'll... Instead of, like, the chest piece where it decays resilience over time, if you have four stacks and you put in a Strand Weapon Surge, every 10 seconds, though, your armor charge will decay, but during that time, your Strand Weapons gain a small bonus to damage. That's nice. So it's kind of cool that you can spec into that kind of stuff. Um, And like I said, those are blue, and those are the ones that will decay the armor charge over time. And then you have ones that we all know about, like um, Grenade and Melee Kickstart. Yeah. So those will instantly get rid of... Instantly, yeah. Yeah, spend a charge instantly, and if you don't have any blue mods, your armor charge doesn't decay. So if you just have grenade kickstart on, as you use your grenade energy, if you have armor charge, you'll get some back. Um, From what I've seen, um, you can stack these up to three times, which again is like something you really have to spec into, because the base cost of these is three. Uh, three uh, energy on the armor right. piece. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure with what I've seen, the most you can get back is 
So, like, if you have enough stacks and you're spamming your grenades and stuff, you can get 50% grenade energy back right away if you have an armor charge. All right. Well, that's not too bad. Um, it, does, but yeah. it does sound it really is towards the, the, the idea of build crafting is really starting to um, take shape, so to speak, with the changes yeah. here. Like, it's really going to force you to mod your gear and be really uh, mindful as to how things interact. And with the change to the mod screen and stuff, for even for how simplistic it is, you can at least see how everything kind of adds together now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. That's a good change, I think. I, I do like the change. Like I said, it is a little overly simplified. Um, but with where they're starting, when they're with how they're wanting to add more build crafting directly into what you're doing, it's so much easier to be able to have the mod screen and see your entire build stat wise, and it's easy, and you don't have to back out and select click on your other armor piece. So yeah. it's it's a lot easier, and yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious to see how this changes over time. I'm I'm curious what the like the armor charge mods are going to be like moving forward if they're going to add more, but I do feel like overall this is this has been a pretty positive change to what they're doing with mods and just good. build crafting in general. Good, good. Um, speaking of uh, build crafting, you know a component in most build crafts are your actual gear itself, not necessarily just the mods and the stats, but exotic gear is tied into that. Have you gotten mm -hmm. your hands on any of the new exotic stuff that has dropped out of Lightfall? Um, I have. Um, so I've... <laughs> and I've, how, many, I've how many things have been already disabled by Bungie? <laughs> <laughs> So I've I finished a legend campaign run through on my Titan and I finished my warlock last night. So I haven't uh, messed with my hunter yet. But on okay. my Titan I chose the leg armor, which is the what we all saw where it enhances the uh the barricade mm -hmm. and shoots out three of the strand things. Yeah. Um the, the other armor piece was a helmet that improved um oh i can't remember the the stasis lance yeah the diamond lance diamond lance i haven't seen anything about that i i don't mess with stasis a lot and strand is the new hotness so i wanted to mess with that um i so... will say i've seen i've seen a picture of that titan exotic helmet and it looks like an ice bucket turned upside down like very strandy yeah it's very, very, very <laughs> tasty with how frosty it is in the front visor area. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll know more about that helmet when, you know, you have some chance to mess around with it. Or we'll just ask a friend of the podcast, Bam, mm -hmm. uh, who is a uh, behemoth user and abuser, um, whether or not he's got <laughs> his hands on that helmet and... Has he gone off skipping into the uh, darkness and just started murdering people with uh, diamond lances everywhere? Mm -hmm. 
So what about the Warlocks? Uh, you got anything good for them? We know about the um, boots. The I, I got, I got, I did choose the boots of my Warlock too because you know, again, strands the hotness. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to think. Um, I'm pretty sure that is destroying tangles. Creates threadlings. I can't remember. Yeah. I just yeah, got it. it I didn't. It, it involves, uh, I think, popping tangles. Um, the other thing was also for stasis. I can't remember what it does. Uh, the gloves themselves look pretty dope. I believe it Very... involves your um, the the rift. That's the uh, shockwave that freezes when you uh, throw out the, your rift on a stasis class for the warlock. Sure, it does something with that. I don't recall. It looks strange though. They're like the beefiest looking warlock gauntlets I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're <laughs> they're they're pretty thick. They're very thick, and they got like stasis, like spikes sticking out of them, and it looks like something that a freaking titan would be punching people in the head with more than a warlock. Running <laughs> yeah, they they do look pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I I chose stasis strand for both of my characters so far, just because, especially on titan and warlock, like I don't really use stasis. Um. But for my Titan, as soon as I got the boots, I actually saved a loadout with the the the, the strand boots um, so that I could have that there. And I've really enjoyed messing around with the boots. Uh, the suspending of enemies is pretty cool. They, mm-hmm. they look kind of goofy when when they're strung up. They almost look like a, like marionette. Yeah, dummy they things. Do. They, do. <laughs> they look like marionettes. Um, and there's a lot of enemies you can do it to. Apparently, you can do it to um, like Briggs. Like you can suspend Briggs, which is pretty funny because oh, those things me. are monsters. That's, funny. <laughs> That's very funny. Um. Yeah. Uh, I've I've literally finished the campaign on my warlock last night and went to bed because I spent. A very long time trying to finish the uh, campaign. Um, so that's that's all I've got for the armor. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've really enjoyed um, the Titan build with the boots. Um, I like that it's the 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 perk that they enhance is also just part of the subclass because even without the boots, like it's still pretty good. Um, but for some weapons. Um, so we have, I'll just go through the weapons that I've gotten so far, like the exotics. I'm not going to worry about legendaries right now. Yeah, we'll talk so, about those later. The seasonal exotic is the Verglas Curve, which is a stasis um, kinetic bow. And that will definitely play really well with stasis. Um it kind of works like uh, Trinity Ghoul, where okay. you get a kill, and then if you hip fire, it just launches two um, stasis crystals that either freeze enemies or will become like stasis on the ground or whatever kind of architecture is there. And that stacks up to five. 
So it requires a little more work than mm-hmm. like Trinity Ghoul. Because like if you want the five, you have to get five kills and then you have to hip fire with the stasis. And that's one thing that messed me up early on with it actually. Is I noticed I apparently <laughs> well almost get a hip fire like half the time just as I'm letting go. Yeah. So a lot of the time I was just shooting stasis when I didn't mean to. Um, but it's it's a fun bow. I like it. Um, as far as bows go, um, it's it's kind of middle of the pack. It's really fun if you like stasis, and I'm I'm actually kind of curious. I I do want to make a, a stasis build with it and see how just insane it is. The downside to it is it doesn't work with stasis that like if you were to throw stasis right like if you throw a glacier grenade and you freeze enemies if you shoot the bow at it and it kills enemies it doesn't count towards the uh the kill tracker on the uh uh, like the five stacks um like it, it doesn't count the same as it does if it came from the bow which i'm sure is by design because then you can have uptime like like crazy mm-hmm. um but it's fun I, I i i have enjoyed my time with it um the final warning the 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 smart pistol <laughs> uh the sidearm which was actually originally going to be time gated pretty hard yeah you had to get all the uh stasis uh, i'm sorry the strand fragments that were mm-hmm. all locked yep. away. Like there were some that were going to come out this week, and then after the raid launch, but Bungie yep. uh, changed their mind because people were like, "Hey, man, we really want to use this entire class. That's not fair." And they were like, "Okay, here you go." So the sidearm itself, and we all, I'm assuming most of us know what it looks like, know the functionality where if you hold the trigger, it will shoot. 10 shots. It has a 20 a 20 shot mag and unless I'm letting go, I don't think you can shoot all 20 at the, at like at one time and have them track. And okay. one thing that I feel like we thought about it was it had to be part of like a special reload. That's not the case. You can just shoot these tracking rounds and you can shoot them hip fire or uh, aiming down sights. Like, you can still do the tracking shots if you're aiming down sights. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't mind. I'm glad that it's not, like, one or the other. Um, I haven't used it a ton. Um, I've not used it in PvP. I've seen some instances where it, like, it's all been in a controlled environment. It's not in a live game. But if you're behind a barricade and you aim mm-hmm. at somebody and you start to hold the trigger down while it's charging, when it focuses on them and you look up, it will shoot just high enough to go over the barricade and then track and kill the person. And I think you need, you need to land like seven or eight of the bullets for it to be a kill for the tracking rounds. Oh, um <laughs> It's okay. I haven't used it a lot. I'm still trying to figure Strand out a little bit. 
So I don't know how well it would play into certain builds. Like if you were trying a lot harder to get um, some builds made with this, but uh, I only have 87 kills on it. I I do like it. Okay. It's it's a sidearm. It's all right. All right. Now, what about that glaive? The glaive that I know, that I know you can't use right now. I I can use it. If you just can't use it in raids, dungeons, or gambit. Well, see, that's you can't use it in gambit. What's the point of using it then, right? <laughs> <laughs> this thing is called Winterbite. I'm pretty sure. I have to switch characters really fast because I actually want to see it. So, um, it's very strong. Obviously too strong because it's obviously disabled in a couple places. But it is, it's good. It's large. It is a fucking monster glaive. And it just looks really cool. So, what I've used and messed around with it so far is so the shot that you can fire out of it is like it's a big ball of stasis, like stasis energy. And it's a very slow moving um, projectile. Right. Like you could think of it almost like a Slova bomb. Okay. Except it's a frozen bomb. Yep. And this thing will, like, if, if you were to just shoot it, like, around enemies, it'll freeze the enemies around it and keep going until it hits something or until it hits, like, its range max. Mm hmm And it's going to freeze everything. Um, I, I don't know how effective that will. It's probably not going to freeze, you know, raid or dungeon bosses. It'll just melt them. Um. So I like that. Uh, you have three shots in the the mag before you have to reload it. Mm -hmm. And the impact damage on it is pretty big. Um, and if you save one shot in the glaive and use it like a glaive, it will the first hit will slow enemies and the second one will freeze them. As long as you have ammo in the magazine like if it's empty it's just a glaive does hitting while you have ammo expend the ammo no oh that's so good oh that's so good it's good it's fun and i used it a little bit in my second run of the campaign um it wasn't as effective in trying to get through things so i didn't use it for the entire thing but it's it's a good glaive. I plan on using it probably a lot because I'm one of those weirdos that likes glaives quite a bit. Yes. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> yes. No denying. <laughs> um Yeah, it's fun. Um that is another one I kind of want to make a stasis build around. Um it's very it's really cool. And I'm bummed that it's disabled. I don't run a lot of raids dungeons and I've I haven't played Gambit in like eight months, so I'm not super worried about the Gambit part either. But it's fun, it's cool, and it's big. It's very big. 
if I can make an offhanded comment, I don't think Bungie's thought of Gambit in the past two years, so it's okay, Venge. You don't have to play it in eight months. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. Um, and the last weapon, at least that I can think of, is the deterministic chaos, oh. which is the machine gun. So, I got it. The quest for it isn't super difficult. Honestly, the quest for all three, like the Winter Bite, the Sidearm, and the Deterministic Chaos, are not super complicated. Um, the only thing I will say is Sidearm obviously was going to be time-gated for a long time. Not entirely sure why, because it's not like super strong, unless there's something you can do with Strand. And the glaive was, it, it technically took three days to get because there's a rotating event and you had to get in each area um, and open the final chest. But the quests themselves are not super complicated, not super long. Mm -hmm. And the deterministic chaos, um, we, we essentially went through um, Garden of Salvation backwards. Okay. Um, it was part of the Black Garden. Okay, so and... you start off in a gigantic pool of radiolaria with a gigantic <laughs> ex, uh, raid boss stomping at you, and then you run away from it as fast oh, as no. possible? <laughs> <laughs> we have to fight the raid backwards. It's fucking crazy. Mm. Anyways. <laughs> So, um, you know, the functionality, it works how it does, where every fourth shot makes enemies weak. Mm -hmm. And every fourth round of those, so every 16th shot, makes enemies volatile. And the magazine is 48, so you have three full rounds of, like, the volatile rounds. As long as you're spraying... Like, it doesn't just count, like, if you used bullets and then you say, oh, I'm going to save the 16th shot so I have volatile for later. Like, it doesn't work that way. It's a gotcha. it's a spray and play kind of a thing. Um, For machine guns, I feel like it's honestly kind of beefy. Like, it's big. Okay. And something I, I, I don't feel like we saw with any of the gameplay before Lightfall was on the right side, there's this just this weird like curved metal piece coming off and it's a, like it's almost distracting i didn't pay mm -hmm. attention to it during like reloads i don't even know if it was vital to reloads but it was just a little weird um for machine guns i feel like it's kind of middle of the pack i suppose okay um Obviously, I, I do feel like the weekend rounds would be beneficial. Okay. Um, and you, you could consider it being useful on like some higher end stuff, but yeah, if you can't get close enough with a tractor cannon, I guess you can have somebody sitting there with that and weakening a target, which helps. Um, other than that, like I feel like the Void subclass has enough utility on its own with like the weakened grenades and stuff like that, but it's not too bad. Um, 
I'm I'm pretty sure that actually covers all of the the exotics that I've gotten so far. Yeah. So the last thing then is we need to talk about actual strand. Like, what are your strand. thoughts on it? So you now played around with it on two of the characters. We your Titan, which we both were talking about before Life All launched, is something that is like, yeah, it looks like it could be a lot of fun. And mm -hmm. Warlock, which, you know, I'm basically like, oh, it's the pet class and it's probably easy mode for people that play Warlocks because it just looks like it's so very destructive. You didn't play Hunter. Um, oh, yeah. That, that, that's okay. That's coming. So we'll talk about that later. But you at least got some playtime with Strand on two of the three classes. What do you think? What, 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 do, what do you think overall? And what do you think? for Titan and Warlock specifically? Sure. Well, overall, um, I feel like Strand itself is really fun. Good. Um, the grapple mechanic makes um, movement kind of crazy. And what I like about how it works, and especially around Neomuna, is... When so okay, I'll just start first. When you grapple, you use your grenade charge. Okay, like we we knew that going in that that was a grenade type ability. So you're replacing your grenade, and if you use it just the one time, um, it goes away. You have to wait for your charge. But if you grapple onto tangles, which is like the yarn ball you make after a strand kill, mm -hmm. um. It doesn't count as using your grenade ability. So, like, if you wanted to, you could pick up the the tangle, throw it, and then grapple onto it, and it doesn't take your uh, grapple charge away, which is cool. But around Neomuna and all the spaces, there is tangles, like, scattered around, like, and they're higher up. Mm-hmm. So you could you could move around zones basically without actually touching the ground if you're able to do it right. Oh wow. Um the the movement is it's fun. I've really enjoyed kinda I everybody was talking about like the Spider Man side of it. Like it's kinda it's kind of fun that way. Um and you know you can you can grapple onto teammates, whether they're thunder crashing or on their sparrow. You can grapple onto like um, cabal ships, and if you're using a slow enough rate of fire or a slow enough velocity rocket launcher, yeah, you can shoot that and grapple right away. Now I saw somebody do this yesterday, and the the rocket launcher they were using was sins of the past, <laughs> which oh, is wow. from six years ago <laughs> so that was from the og leviathan raid which obviously you can't get that anymore but i don't know how many of them are slow enough and it's not like it's practical to do that anyways but it's fun that's funny though i'm wondering because <laughs> if you have the catalyst for a two-tailed fox which now fires a third rocket which we kind of thought was going to happen and it is an arc mm -hmm. one yeah. Um, it's basically it fires void first and then solar and arc launch at the same time when the second shot goes off. 
So there's mm-hmm. now three rockets being fired. I wonder if that's enough that you might be able to catch one. With strand. <laughs> with strand and the, go for I'm a pretty ride. sure all yeah, I'm pretty sure all three of those are tracking too. So if you were able to do that, you could also track into enemies. But oh, you'll have God. to make sure you let go, or otherwise you'll blow yourself up. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's and so hilarious. with like the tangles and stuff that are around, I I don't know how to do it yet. Um, but you could, you could essentially like sit on one thing and just spin, like forever, like still, st- like hooked on, grappled onto the tangle, and just mm. spinning in circles. I don't know how to do it. Um, I've tried. I've sort of figured out some of the utility with it to make it so you can get places faster, and how you can like look different directions and it, it's 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 a lot of fun it kind of uh, reminds the... me when a uh, stasis came out in pvp when people were playing control you know the yeah. control point flag they would throw the stasis grenade on it and it would spin around on the flag because <laughs> yeah. it was like some weird interaction but it would kill any guardian that accidentally stepped into it <laughs> that's <laughs> funny so many I forgot weird, about that. Jesus. So many H. weird physics interactions in this game. So I hope you figure out how to like, you know, perpetually keep spinning with strand. Oh, me too, man. Are you shitting me? That's <laughs> it's the movement alone is enough to play strand. Like even if it, without the rest, like I would if I could just grapple everywhere from now on, that'd be perfect. Nice. Um for anybody curious, the armamentarium on Titans Gives you a second grenade, which, yes, does give you two grapples. That was one of the first things I tested when I got Strand. <laughs> um, <I didn't> mean. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like overall, it's a lot of fun to use. Um, each class, um, like uh, Titan and Warlock, there is different utility for each of them. Um, so I'll just start with Titan, the Berserker. Um, so obviously the barricade with or without the exotic boots, like you launch the the strand and it will suspend enemies that it runs into. Um, you have one melee, which is essentially like um like the, the blades and stuff that you're using look like it's part of the super. And it's got a pretty good lunge to it, and Titans also get three. Warlocks get three. I can't remember if hunters get three. Um, anyways, um, that's that's okay. Um, with what I've noticed on Titan, is it's it's almost like chaotic, and it doesn't yeah. necessarily go the direction you're wanting it to go. Um, it's 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 a little bit weird. Um, and then you have grapple. And then the two grenades are Threadling Grenade, which when you throw the grenade will become three Threadlings, or the Shackle Grenade, and that one will suspend enemies. Um, and then I'll just read the the aspects. I'm not going to go too much into fragments here. Okay. So for Titan, um, you've got two into the fray, destroying a tangle or casting your super grants woven mail for nearby allies. 
and it also gives you woven mail so woven mail is like the extra like shield around you and will make it so you take less body damage but headshot damage is the same and then Drenger's Lash, which is the class ability where it shoots the strand and suspends enemies. Um, so for Titan, I feel like it it's more of like the super feels like an ad clear super. Okay. Um, it's definitely more for crowd control, I feel like, because you you don't have anything for threadlings, like there's nothing specific to the class for that. It's kind of like straight up damage and um, suspension because when you when you have the long range attack like charged up, you can shoot that out and it will. It's still pretty strong, but if it's if it hits an enemy that it's not going to kill, it'll do the damage and then it will suspend them, and then you can you know blade your way at them and stuff like that. Um, overall, it. Like it's it doesn't feel like a boss killer to me. Um, I do think it's fairly strong, and it definitely plays different than the other roaming supers like this, like Striker. Right. Um, the the movement and stuff when you're if you're spamming like the the light attack is pretty large. Like you can cover a lot of ground. Um, it does feel kind of like with the melee itself that sometimes you don't necessarily go in the direction every time like that you're wanting to go, which is a little frustrating. And especially like if enemies are suspended, like if you use a light attack, you might hit them on the first one, but the second one you might like launch past them. So it's a little tough. Um, I have enjoyed it. I still like running around in most places unless I need another subclass for like a pinnacle or whatever. Strand has definitely been like my main on my Titan still. Cool. I know it's, it's only been a week, but I've really, really enjoyed Strand. Um, I have yet to actually use the grenades that you get with them. Um, like suspension would... You're playing with the grapple too much. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd rather grapple, but like, I feel like out of the two grenades, if you're gonna use one, you probably want to use the shackle one, so that you can play really heavy into like suspending enemies. Um, where I I want to read off one. One fragment. I don't have it equipped. There's a fragment where... There it is. Dealing damage generates grenade energy. So, like, it doesn't... It's not kills. It's just, like, doing damage will charge your grenade up. So that's that's actually pretty beneficial when it... When it ties, especially into grappling. Like, if you're trying to have the movement of your... Discipline's up fairly high. Like, you can have a pretty high uptime on grenades and or grapples. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, overall, uh, Berserker for Titan, I do feel is... Uh, it's it's very fun. I enjoy it quite a bit. Cool. It just feels 
I mean, honestly, kind of like some of the other stuff with Titan, it just feels like some of the hit registration is off. And like the going through enemies or going past them feels sort of frequent, especially if they're either huge or if they're suspended, which is kind of a bummer because a lot of the subclass does play into like suspending enemies, but right. And then, I mean, war I mean, maybe you should take off the grapple and start using that shackle grenade that will help you suspend more, you know? Just don't, don't, don't give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you knew I made a face at that, you fuck. <laughs> uh, okay, and then Warlock, we have the Broodweaver. So the Warlock plays very, very heavy into... Threadlings. Yes, this is easy mode in green compared to the other flavors of easy mode with a warlock. Yes. <laughs> um, the melee is called Arcane Needle. Uh, sling a woven needle that will embed your target, unraveling them. Um, you again can have three. I do feel like the melee itself hits fairly hard. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't really track, which I honestly is okay but it makes you you have to focus a little bit harder if you're wanting to like land those melees because it they could be right in front of you or can be ranged like it doesn't need to be you know like a charge melee directly in front of you so right. you kind of have to be aware of what you're doing there um still I, again i've mostly used grapple here but the threadling grenade would be really good on warlocks and um, the aspects, uh, we also have two. Uh, Weaver's Call, casting a rift to weave three threadlings and deploy any threadlings you have perched. So on Warlock, you can have five threadlings like attached to you. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like this might just be me. So like these actually like orbit around you which you know is like everything that warlocks have <laughs> something will be above and like circling right. you what i kind of wish they did with the the perched thing mm -hmm. is that they attach to you like parasites from uh returnal oh that would have been cool i would have liked that a lot <laughs> Anyway, so that, that will actually, like, send Threadlings at enemies uh, when you deploy your Rift. And uh, Mindspun Invocation. So your Grapple, Shackle Grenade, and Threadling Grenade have enhanced functionality. Uh, the Grapple Melee spawns three Threadlings. Okay. And that's just grappling at people and... Like the melee indicator on your screen will actually change to like a fist mm -hmm. so that you know when you can use this ability because you don't need to have the charge melee to do it. You can do it whenever you grapple. So yeah, that's the good. cost of the grapple. Mm -hmm. um, or just the grenade. Uh, if you hold to consume your shackle grenade, it will activate Weaver's Trance and final blows while Weaver's Trance is active, creates a suspending detonation. Haven't messed with that. Or Threadling Grenade. Uh, if you hold to consume the grenade, it will immediately generate five 
uh, threadlings that are attached to you. Um, okay. So again, this plays super heavy into threadlings, which honestly I think is pretty cool. I like it. Nice. And there's a fragment um, thread of finality uh, that finisher final blows create threadlings. So that gives you even more. Um, there's another uh, fragment called thread of rebirth where strand weapon final blows have a chance to create a threadling. So that would also play pretty well into this. Um, the super um, is fun. I I honestly do feel like it's pretty strong. Okay. Um, I I I don't know how it works on bosses because I haven't actually had a boss to use it on yet. I haven't seen a lot of warlock gameplay. Um, but it is a lot of fun. It's. Definitely something that you're going to play into Threadlings pretty hard, like, you know, the pet class. Yeah. And the super yeah. can be... it. I feel like it does have some pretty solid damage. Um, it's also a good ad clear one, because if you throw it at one enemy, it could still kill them, but the Threadlings that it launches, like, if they don't hit anything, they'll just become Threadlings and either chase or they'll come back to you and attach to you. And as you get close to enemies, they'll jump off. But like I've I've had more fun with the Warlock Super than I have the Titan. And throughout the campaign, uh, I, I'll, I'll say it, whatever. It's not spoiling anything. You get strands throughout the campaign, you know. But it's temporary. And every time that it was taken away from me on the Warlock, I wanted to throw my controller <laughs> because I just wanted to use the strand because it was so fun. Yeah. Um, um, you, you mentioned that the classes right now only have two aspects for a strand. Yep. Uh, I'm wondering what a third one will be because every other 3.0 class has three. All the light ones have three. Stasis definitely has three. So Stasis on my warlock at least has four. So Stasis, yeah, they, they, no, they, they have, Stasis has more, but I'm wondering because Strand only has two right now. Mm -hmm. Um, there's got to be a third one coming at some point down the line. I'm wondering, uh, how that's going to affect these builds and stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, but like overall, um, Strand has been incredibly fun Good. um like for me i feel like out of like a pure fun standpoint i i would rather use it over anything else and uh, i'm not even like, playing it and i'm jealous and i would love the hell out of giving that a try um it looks like you said fun it really does i've watched gameplay footage of the titans incredible basically what i thought you could do is what you could do and mm -hmm. it just, I said on our podcast last week, and I think even the week before that, Titans look like something I would fucking do first. Because I want to get in on it and play it as a Titan first. 
and mm-hmm. warlocks look fun with the little pets. And I sent you that. I, I, I sent you two uh, builds last night, and one of them was that yeah. hunter build. And I saw that, and I was like, "All right, I know what I, how I'd be playing a hunter then mm-hmm. on strand because that's just gross and looks amazing at the same time." Can I just say that the uh, the dive animation for the hunter, the strand hunter, instead of like the slam bush and the uh, the the frozen nuts to your face for the uh, stasis one, mm-hmm. <laughs> the shatter dive one, the the fact that it looks like you do a swan dive mm-hmm. into a roll looks incredible. Hey, really, that, that's amazing looking animation. Now, strand is hot, man. It's it is hot looking. And it looks so, like a lot of fun. One thing about it is um, it does, I mean, obviously during the campaign, when you get it in the little, the few spots, like it is, it's overtuned. They make it a lot of fun to use, which makes it more of a bummer when you can't use it. Yeah, the cooldowns um, are really, really high. So you get your abilities back very, very quickly. And... It it honestly feels like it it launched more balanced and like less powerful than strand not strand stasis Stasis, did like stasis was something else when that first came out but uh strand feels honestly really balanced um I have not heard a ton about it in PvP. Uh, I've heard that threadlings in PvP are kind of kind of a joke, like they're not very strong at all. Um, but yeah, overall, um, I, Strand is my favorite subclass in the game right now. Whether it's super strong or not, like it's it's just neat to want to play something because it's purely fun and not because like oh I need to run a bubble or something like that. It's been yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I'm glad you're enjoying yourself because it really, really does look like a good time. Um, just running around and playing with these new power sets. And uh, yeah, not going to lie. I'm jelly just a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's good. That's a good starting point here for mm-hmm. our first of many upcoming conversations involving uh, Lightfall. Like uh, next week, the plan is: all right, we're taking, we're talking about the campaign now. You had your week. You had your <laughs> week. We're gonna talk about the campaign. Uh, we probably won't talk about the raid, which also launches this coming weekend. Next week, yeah. Yeah, from when we're recording, ne- this time next week. Uh, the 24, the, I'm sorry, the 48 hour window for the contest mode will have expired. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to talk about, you know, the raid stuff. Are you doing uh, the contest mode 48 hour thing? I will, I will not be doing a day one or a 48 hour completion attempt. I might okay. try and jump in on Sunday, but I will not be doing. Oh, okay. I, just, I was just checking to make sure we didn't have to like alter recording plans because you'd be freaking dead to the world you know what I mean? <laughs> i'm going to be uh, awake until i finish the raid so yeah. <laughs> uh yeah diaper up because that's how you're gonna go to the bathroom <laughs> uh, 
yeah, so it's going to be the campaign mm-hmm. next week and maybe touch on week one of the season of defiance story you know mm-hmm. yep and we'll go from there and you know we, we got stuff coming up for the next few weeks just talking about stasis uh, not stasis strand and uh more of what's available out of the expansion other than what we've just been talking about because there's an entire post campaign stuff that starts unlocking mm-hmm. you know and if you went looking through your um uh, what kind of ornaments you have available for exotic weapons, chances are you all saw that there's an exotic weapon ornament that's tucked away, and I, it's it's in there. I'm not going to lie. It's for a weapon called Vexcalibur, which is mm-hmm. a glaive. That's going to be available sometime this season, so you know we'll be talking about that. It, it looks like it has... Uh, similar things like uh, with Revolution Zero, with multiple uh, catalysts. So. Oh sure, okay. Yeah, so that 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 that's gonna be kind of. I love the name Vexcalibur. I saw that name, and my wife and I were sitting there watching, uh, I think a Houndish video, and he brought it up, and I was like, you know, I would hunt that thing down in a heartbeat just on its name alone, <laughs> because it's such a p- dad pun. And it looks very vexy, which is very cool, too. So, anyways. Uh, so, we got plenty of stuff to go on. At some point, when this starts cooling down, we'll start talking about some other things. Because, you know, we always kind of fade into other topics. I mean, I have a list of games I've been playing that I've been keeping my mouth shut on. Uh, and the list just keeps growing with me playing Like a Dragon Ishin right now. Mm-hmm. which I would love to talk about, but we can hold off on that. I'm almost done with the, the actual story for that. It's taken nope. me a good like week plus, but uh, there's only like 13 chapters in the game, and I hit chapter 11 last night. So we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. And it, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy crime Man's, story. Yeah. Man's is cooking. Uh, yeah, I am. And, uh, Speaking of cooking, anchor.fm slash hg-podcast. Twitter is at podcast underscore hidden. That's where we at least announce when the new episode goes live. Uh, you can follow us there. Follow us on Anchor. Follow us on Spotify. If you listen to us on Spotify, click that little follow button. We would appreciate it greatly. Because now we can actually see people that listen, that listen to us on Spotify. Thank you very much. We're watching you. Yes, we're monitoring you deeply. <laughs> and I know what you did when you had that light turned off. You know who you are. I saw everything. Use both hands next time. Look, we'll be for, back next for week. the F, for our for our AI guy. Yeah, this is a joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely a joke. I, yeah, yeah, it's a joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week. Yeah. We have more stuff to talk about. The I think the um I know Vandra's really talking about play mechanics and stuff. Next week we're gonna really kind of go back and forth because I even said I watched the entire campaign that Esoteric played. Mm-hmm. Every video, every moment of those videos, I watched it. I watched it. I watched all the the opening cinematics, the closing cinematic. I watched everything over again, and I'm sitting there going. 
okay. That episode's going to be fun. So, in the meantime, enjoy this one. And be well, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye now. See you next week. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye.